0: This is the Garden Path Podcast. Hey gardeners, this is a rather short episode I recorded back at the end of February when I happened to drive over to the Beaumont area to get my first COVID vaccination. And because we're in the area, we took some time to go hiking at the Roy E. Larson Sandyland Sanctuary and it is a nature conservancy property it is about 5600 acres in size over near north of beaumont and near Silsby. and it is a great little property if you're going to go visit the big thicket or the watson preserve definitely pop in at the sandyland sanctuary as well it has some spectacular habitat that is honestly, it's pretty hard to find in East Texas. Um, And the habitat is very reminiscent of some areas that I I used to hike in Florida. And of course it also incorporates some, there's some plants that overlap. It's one of these areas in East Texas that has a lot of overlapping plant diversity from places further East. And it's just a place that not a lot of people think about going or even know about. And I highly recommend it if you happen to be in uh, that area. Now, because I was just curious, because I always wondered who is Roy E. Larson? I had to look it up. So on Wikipedia, I found his entry. He was born in 1899 and died in 1979. And he was a publishing executive for Time. And he apparently he worked there for about 56 years and started in sales and I guess worked his way up and kind of became uh, the person who made that a success in the golden age of publishing. And Apparently he was a conservationist and joined or organized the Nantucket Conservation Fund and then later was elected to the board of the Nature Conservancy in 1973. So as I guess as a tribute, the Nature Conservancy named this property after him. And I'd like to look into him a little bit more. I'm kind of curious like what other conservation efforts he did and, and what the results of that were. So anyway, this is, like I said, this is just a end of February. We were had just come out of the snow apocalypse. It was just we needed some time outside. And that's what we did. We enjoyed seeing some some things, early spring blooms, very early spring. It's not what it is now. It's changed much differently uh, in a month. So just a quick episode and I hope you guys enjoy listening to that and if you're in East Texas, hop on over to the Sandyland Sanctuary. All right, we are at the Roy Larson Sandyland Sanctuary uh, Nature Conservancy property here over here in Silsby, which is East Texas, deep East Texas. I actually came over here today to get my first COVID vaccine super exciting easy peasy no big deal and um, so we're doing some hiking over here since (laughs) we're over here and I haven't been to this place in I think my son was two so almost almost five years and it's a really cool little piece of property because it's kind of part of the big thicket and there's just a lot of interesting endemics at this place. I just saw, well, oh, we're not very far in the, in to the property here, but um, we've seen, I've seen two red admiral butterflies, two zebra swallowtails, um, probably the rhododendron, canescens budding, lots of trees budding. Tritiscantia hirsutifolium, hirsutum, one of those. (laughs) Lots of that. Not a lot blooming, but spring is springing. (laughs) So let's see. This is a big property of a lot of longleaf pine in the uplands. So it's a good RCW habitat, which is a red cockaded woodpecker. And just a really interesting cool place to come hiking and it really is like in the backyard of Beaumont and a lot a lot of people get over here and anyway so I'll kind of update as I go along see what we see it's a very nice property all right so we've seen the zebra swallowtails Red admirals. goatweed weed weed leaf wing. Some Uh, little moths. I saw one of those wood skinks. Oh, okay. I saw a dusky wing. I saw a paper wasp nest inside a house, Yeah. Uh, What were those birds that we saw? That little. Oh, chickadees. Okay. Yellow belly sapsucker. Yeah. And you were just saying bears used to live here. so Yeah, bears used to live here. Talk about bears a little bit. (laughs) Bears range has very significantly decreased due to humans. (laughs) And uh, combination of hunting and habitat loss, really, I guess, that's the main reasons. Yeah. Uh, So now there are very few bears in Texas. There's, every once in a while, we'll see one in far, far east Texas, far northeast Texas, kind of on the border with Arkansas way up there, and then there's a few out in far west Texas, too. There's some bluets blooming. Yeah, I've seen violets and its. Yeah. Oh, there was, um, that's a different crow vexinium. Poison. Oh, yeah, the crow poison. There's uh, vexinium trying to bloom. And we it's saw the azaleas with buds. Yeah. yeah, I mentioned that. There's the That's an eel. Yeah. Um. Not a lot blooming, but things are trying. You can tell it's going to, in a few weeks, there's going to be a lot more happening. Yeah. So we're going to go down to the Bottomland Trail next to Village Creek next and see what we find down there. So we're just on the Bottomland trail and got a lot of uh habitat change because we came down towards the floodplain it's so a lot of uh switch cane a rendinaria area gigantea it's, it's like a native bamboo sort of thing imagine that and kind of getting into some muddier boggier areas saw a little white violet and oh Chris said he saw a mouse run across it was kind of cute and then yeah now we're coming across some nice little uh smaller streams that lead into the creek just nice little bottom land I see another moth down here and a boardwalk that has a hole in it <laughs> yep and stop and take some pictures so I really enjoy the um, uplands, but man, just every time I come to a bottom land, I reminded of just how much I love swamps and wetlands, and especially when, you know, you come to a floodplain that's been kind of denuded a little bit, it's new growth, you can see underneath, you can walk, and I don't know, there's just something just magical about you know, the moss on the bottoms of the trees and I don't know seeing the power of water so I'm standing here in the floodplain been kind of weaving in and out kind of near some other just like random channels and uh, actually first we passed a huge uh, bald cypress tree that we saw last time we were here my son was little so we took pictures with him again and also down in this area i started seeing a lot of uh, cardamine bulbosa um i don't can't think of the name of the common name but it's a it's a common spring ephemeral actually it's oddly it's not that commonly noted on i but i see it at any kind of bottomland music area so we were walking through here and then saw a zebra swallowtail fly through again and i thought maybe we could get maybe it'll nectar on the flowers And we stopped, and then my husband's like, it sounds like a bald eagle. So we started looking up in the sky, and sure enough, um, there's at least one flying up. My husband thought there could be a nest nearby, but we haven't been able to find it yet. So I'm going to keep walking and enjoy. (laughs) This is a little bit better trail than it was last time. It was quite overgrown last time. And they've come through and cleaned it up. So I remember it being... Very chaotic. Well, we've made it to the banks of Village Creek. I'm gonna slip in the mud here, and <laughs> we've been I forgot how long this trail kind of is. Um, so we've been winding around some cool little uh, floodplain, old you know back channels uh, through here, and. Um, but yeah, now we're on the banks of the Village Creek. It's really nice and uh, peaceful. A lot of people kayak down this. A good place if you want to kayak here is going to uh, Village Creek State Park over in Lumberton. And um, paddling down that way. I'm not sure. I'm sure there are put-in sites uh, further upstream. I'm just not sure where. Um, but it's a, it's a really nice creek to paddle. So we've been walking along that kind of uh in between some of these uh floodplain forests with uh, tupelo and cypress and uh, also all the cardamine is is providing nectar for everything and the um butterflies have been out zebra swallowtail uh i think spicebush swallowtail i need to look it up it's not a black swallowtail and it's not pipevine so that's my next guess um I need to look it up when I get back to the car. Uh, so I've been taking pictures of some butterflies down here. So that's where the nectar source is. Oh, sitting right here next to a birch. <laughs> River birch. And uh, yeah, we're going to head back. I don't know where my husband's going. He's going up the slope for some... Oh, he's looking for... Is that the geocache? Yeah, but go up and around. Okay. Take forest and go take the tree Okay. Okay. He's looking for a geocache, going some crazy way, but we're going to go up, take the trail and yeah, so we're about to leave this floodplain and head back up to the uplands and uh, head out and see what's on our way up. All right, well, we're heading out up here in the upland. Get a nice overview of Village Creek to our west, close to my right as I head out. And had another encounter with a, another zebra swallowtail. It's been a great day <laughs> for zebra swallowtails. I am a happy camper. And uh, it'd be great to come back here in a month and see what's uh, blooming, what's changed. In two months, what's blooming, what's changed i'm ready for spring i'm ready for blooms ready to get out and explore so this is a little short hope i uh can come back when things are a little more uh, bloomy <laughs> and uh recorded something else out here it's a super cool area and uh, i'll put the links to where uh this place is on the show notes oh another zebra swallowtail just came up uh, by me I think uh, I'm wearing a pink shirt. Might have thought I was a flower. Okay. That's it for this one.